Twitters. Hello and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Fiel Law. I'm Darby, your Dungeon Master. I'm Eddie, I play Anya. I'm Jake and I play Newman. And I'm Laura and I play Bertie. We are also joined again this week by Mitch playing Caius and Zoe playing Ross. Enjoy. we're back so last time on wyverns and weirdos bertie had a long heart to heart with fethus uh where he was given uh many blessings um of of severance from zorthram to thara and a bit more control of his of his own abilities um in a way though something Funny happened when he tried casting spells in the heat of combat um, as he was propelled into the streets while casting uh, old monster uh, the party fought a dragon uh, and Githyanki commander as well as some uh, Githyanki soldiers defeating them uh, with a lot of aid from the uh, Transformed Hafrin, who been temporarily gifted the form of uh, Pit Fiend, thanks to the Ruby Rod of the Pact Master, uh, and I believe that was where we ended off in the aftermath of the battle after Hafrin transformed back into a tiny little rat. Excellent. Uh, Ross is going to seeing because Birdie freaked out when Hafrin became a little rat. <laughs> Ross is gonna like pick him up and uh, Hafrin, not Birdie. <laughs> like, I'm assuming rat, rat Hafrin. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, oh, I do enjoy you better when you're small, bud. No offense. <laughs> I would pay good money for Darby to just do the rest of the session just making rat sounds because <laughs> that was incredible. I wouldn't actually pay good money. I'm broke. Please don't ask me. Yeah, don't. <laughs> ten out of ten. She's going to pat a little rat Hafrin. And Birdie is going to look at Caius. Insight check, please. Or just looking at him. Uh, yeah. You can roll if you want, but the DC is negative two. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is, Caius. Like, what? What are you trying to gauge? He's um, as Buddy has every time he's on an insight check. He's just trying to see how he's doing. He's checking in with him, basically. And he's like, because because he like after Ross has kind of like taken like Hafrin, um, because uh, Buddy was quite p- uh, pissed, I suppose. Well, I don't know. He had a little moment, I guess. Um. He's then just going to, like, uh, not tuck himself under Kai's, but, like, step, step in next to him and then just look, look up to see how he's going. What does he see? Um, <clears throat> so, 
Caius is still looking towards the end of that fight um, he was still very sort of glazed over and in the moment Um, now that everything's sort of calmed down he sort of has a bit of a look around to see if there are any enemies still around and then seeing that we are in a somewhat safe environment currently um, he is going to sort of sink down a little bit um, and you see him clutch his sword a little bit tighter around the hilt um, and then look up at Ross and then look across at Anya and then um, aggressively sheath the sword and walk over to the captain. Fair. And Bertie will uselessly hover behind, like follow him, but hover behind him like at a respectful distance. Um, so wait, are you going towards the dragon? Uh, essentially, yeah, towards yeah, the, see, the commander. You see Newman underneath the dragon, like pinned with his arms flaying, flailing oh, around. No, he's he's so he was right in front of the dragon it. when it died. Oh no! <laughs> oh my god! Oh! <laughs> Help me, guys! Anya uh, yeah. is this already is at him, and with like, because she was at the dragon. Anya is already yeah. at him, and with like a, a she's still in that hyper sort of focused energy, and she doesn't say a word to Newman. Um, she pulls the dragon off of you. Um, Darby, do you want me to make a strength check? Yeah, roll me a strength check. Assistance from me in the suit of armor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, sorry, I've got to get out of my... Bronk on you. My fella. My half-run stats. Um, Human, you doing okay? Uh, well, yeah. That's a 15. I'm good. 15. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a struggle, but you managed to push enough off that Newman's able to kind of get out from under. Um, yeah, so that happened really quickly. I, I wasn't able to get out of the way. Uh, Anya has walked past you um, and further down past the dragon, and she's still scanning the area. Okay, uh, roll me a perception check. Whilst you do that, Newman's like, oh, thank, thank you. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that is 31. 31. Okay, so, uh, it's definitely quieter. Uh, you see a lot of, like, small kind of moments of, uh, of people caring for the wounded. Um, a lot of, uh, paladins, like, laying on hands and war clerics, uh, being, like, healing word and, um, and the like, and it, yeah. Uh, from what you can tell, it seems like the Githyanki were, have pretty much been decimated. Okay, so there's none in the immediate area? No. No, okay. Um, she, are there, is there dead in the streets that are not githyanki there are there are a couple um 
but ultimately not too many. Like, from within your sight, there is... Um, within your sight, there are three. Um, Without but... a word to, like, anyone, not even the people who she's interacting with, um, she starts taking those bodies to where the paladins are and where the healers are so that they can be identified and given back to their families. And that's what she's doing um, until people interrupt her. But she still is, like, glazed over. And it's like there's nothing. And she's almost in... It'd feel like it should be a frazzled rush, but every single movement is so precise that it's just continuous, like a continuous flow. Oh. I'm. Oh, you go. Oh, Newman's just like, ah, oh, well, um, Newman. And he like holds out his hand to try and help him up. Um, that's what he's doing. Yeah, Newman's gonna. Newman's gonna take that. He's gonna like brush himself off. Um, yeah. Geez. Okay. That that happened a lot quicker than I thought we'd all do. Is everyone okay? I saw Ross was in a bit of trouble. I was gonna rush over, but it looks like you guys got that down pat. Yeah. Yeah, me too, but it's lucky you got in in time, eh, Caius? <laughs> yeah, that was quite lucky. What happened with you, Birdie? You were there and then you disappeared. Uh, I don't know, but we, yeah, we should, um, it's, it's, yeah, uh, I'll have to look into it. I don't really know, <laughs> um, but what's important is the dragon's down and everything. Um, yeah, we should, uh. I uh, it looks a bit like um Caius like quite used to it. Well, what should we what should we do? It looks like we're safe for the time being, but I don't think we should stay here for too long. What about you, Caius? What do you think? Uh, Caius is going to turn around to you guys, sort of wincing a little bit. Um, he goes, "We're all we're all still alive, and I think that's." what we need to be focusing on. However, even though we've killed their leader, there is technically still an invasion happening, so we need to... And he looks over at Anya. For the most part, stay together and stay safe. So, the chapel seems to be the safest spot at the moment. Um, <clears throat> I think we can disperse of any lingering threats fairly quickly with the town guard, so I don't think we need to play any more part. Um, and he's going to kneel down next to the uh, commander and bring out his sword and is going to try and like cut off the guy's head, but is going to stop and look at the other three for a beat before he does in case any of them want to turn away. Um, Newman puts his thumbs up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Newman's like, I have seen this before. <laughs> uh, He's a bad dude. I don't know what Birdie's going to do, but Ross is going to uh, look at, she's going to look at Hafrin and his little rat eyes, and she's going to be like, you should head back to your mama, dude, and keep an eye on her, and then put him down on the ground so he can scurry off to Anya. 
and, and then so. uh, this is going to be a potentially very morbid question, but it's what Ross is paying attention to. Are there any kids around here? Uh, like young, well, young kids, like just hanging around. Uh, roll me. Uh, roll. How thorough of a search are you doing? Are you just glancing around, or are you actually well, actively uh, looking? As soon as uh, she's not like on the hunt for kids, uh, but <laughs> look, we're gonna gloss over that. <laughs> Do not commit face crimes. And then, uh, no, she's mostly just like because Kaius just said we need to stick together, and then he turned around to cut off a dude's head. So she's mostly looking like around the church. Okay. And, so and kind uh, of the street around there yeah, so while staying that, within eye distance. In that case, just roll me a perception check. Ooh, that was good. Uh, oh, God. Perception is a 22. 22. Uh, there don't appear to be any kids inside. Are there, like, young people, like, 20-year-olds, like, young there... people who are, like, kind of injured, but not really? Like... Um, yeah, there's a couple of younger, like, people. Most, mostly people who are, like, kitted out to... As, as at least guards, if not, like, paladins or... Yeah, but I'm assuming they're, like, low-level injured, so they're probably just sitting around catching their breath. Yeah. Okay, Ross is going to... Um, and this can also work for you guys if we choose to take a short rest in this moment. She's going to do a song of rest. Uh, which means uh, if you whatever dice you choose to expend uh, to get hit points back during a short rest, add one d10. Uh, basically, she's just going to go kind of near the front of the church and just uh, have a bit of a chat with the young guys, and then just kind of gauge like how old they are and kind of the extent of their injuries, and then just casually kind of lean back against the wall and just quietly sing and the way Song of Rest works is like anyone friendly who can hear me benefits from it and she's just gonna oh miss oh mistress mine where are you roaming can't you hear your true love's coming that can sing both high and low, both high and low. And she's just going to continue doing that for a while. And uh, if it's relevant to anyone, it, it is a Shakespeare song. If anyone wants to add that in. Any flavor, since Shakespeare is canon. <laughs> I've made him canon! Yeah. Oh. Yep. So, um, Bertie looks like he's going to want to look away, then he kind of just steals himself and just, just nods uh, once. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to chop off the guy's head as cleanly as I possibly can. Uh, it's not something that he normally does, so this is odd, <laughs> but he's going to do it. Um, and then he's going to tap couple of the runes on the um, flat edge of his sword yeah, uh, and boom his voice out and call for a commander of some description. Okay. Um, it's not long before uh, a highly, like, heavily armoured uh, uh, commander 
approaches. And and you are? Caius, Viator Silvius. All right. Uh, These are my companions. We were traveling through the area and saw that you were under attack. Uh, did you deal with any of this? I softly lob the head over uh, and say that I believe is the uh, commander of at least this force. Yes. I don't know if you have anything to do with that. If there's still a fight going on, perhaps the sight of that might... I will I will send a runner around um, on horseback. Uh, be certain. Um, and he passes it off to a kind of uh, aid. Um, so you and your allies fought the commander on his dragon. That is correct, yes. I'm sure the uh, the city would be happy to compensate you somewhat. Um, I do not know how much for, but uh, do you have any queries? I do not recognize you before. No, we unfortunately only just arrived. So, uh, we I, will are also new. I will also say sorry um, while they're having this conversation, but he's kind of just shrunk behind Caius. He's still observing, but he's kind of like peeking out from behind him now while this is going on. Please continue. Well, uh, I suppose I should uh, give you a quick briefing. Uh, some of the uh, the high priests of Arcani uh, alerted the city a couple of days ago to a to surges in uh, in planar uh, energy. Uh, up until uh, yesterday, until where a uh, significant surge and uh, it occurred, and the, upon scrying on the location, they saw a rift uh, nearby where an arm, this army of Githyanki, uh, were able to make their way into the material plane. We have since additionally sent uh, lookouts to the location of the rift in order to give us a he an additional heads up should anything else come through. The, the rift's still there, is it? The rift is still there. Great. And do you guys have any plan to get rid of the rift, or...? Is that just... Is that not something that can be done? We do not know. We have uh, various... Uh, various established churches uh, looking into it, as it currently stands. Oh, sounds like you're all on top of it. Is there any other way we can help out, maybe, or...? Are any of you healers at all? 
we do have some healing capabilities, but they're limited. If you see anyone in need of help, uh, then that would be a very, very useful way to help out. We have plenty of healers in our military, but uh, every little bit helps. Of course. Well, yeah, have fun with the head, I guess. Uh, hopefully it helps. And, um, yeah, thanks for dropping by. We appreciate the visit. <laughs> uh, where where do you intend to be staying? Uh, we have no ideas, as far as I'm aware. And he gestures to the rest of the party. Do we have any place we were thinking of staying, or...? Uh, uh, Don't no. think we'd arranged anything. Well, do you have any recommendations, Sir Captain uh, Head Honcho, Sir? Sir, I can't say I do. Uh, it's not really what I tend to look into, but I can say that you are probably best if you are intending to stay within the city. Uh, you are probably best served looking within the knowledge, uh, knowledge or green ward, or the communion ward. The communion ward is. There's a few good places. Mm. Um, there are also uh, some establishments outside of the city walls themselves. And are you asking so you can get in contact with us or send someone our way? Yes. Yeah. Instead, is there anywhere we can go instead? Because we haven't necessarily decided yet. Or somewhere where we can send a message to. I personally can be found in the barracks ward. Where... Uh, if I'm not at the guard's house, then someone will be there who will know where to find me. Okay, well, that's probably the best option for now. Thank you very much. And uh, terribly sorry, what what was your name? Uh, Commander Vistrum. Well, thank you very much, Commander. We shall uh, keep an eye on this area, and if anyone needs any help, we will obviously do whatever we can thank you and departs and Bertie untucks himself out from behind um, where Cole pops out from behind where Caius was again it's like oh well that's a uh, great great news isn't it <laughs> we should um we should go and uh, recuperate in the church for a bit I think it looks like right. Ross might be able to help with that as well in case anyone got any injuries during that. Uh, yeah. I've been, seen Ross do it before and, yeah, it sort of helps with resting. Yeah, I've been feeling a little bit better, weirdly. With, yeah, I don't know, it's a nice song. And then um, he again, like, stares very intently at Caius. As in, like, oh, oh, oh. Um, are you feeling okay? I'm... Uh... I'm fine. I'm a little bruised up, but... Well, we, we can sort that out. I'm sure the Brasses thing will help and we can go rest... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll sort that out now. Um, no, let's, it's, let's... it's fine. There are other people more in need of aid. I've oh. taken a few hits in my time. I'm fine. Okay. Um, cool. Um, I'm assuming Ross's 
Song of Rest is still going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to keep singing? (laughs) Or Hamlet, please. (laughs) It's not Hamlet, it's Twelfth Night. Um, What's to come is still unsure, unsure. In delay, there lies no plenty. Then come and kiss me, sweet and twenty. Youth's a stuff will not endure, will not endure. And then she kind of finishes the song, kind of pats a couple of the guys on the shoulders, um, gives them a couple of nods, and then looks back over at the group. Like, so what's the plan? Well, um, I don't believe we picked a place to stay. I think that should be our first agenda. See if we can help any people on the way. And then I guess we'll meet up with Commander Vistrom later and uh, have a chat and see how things are going. Does anyone have any other suggestions or anything to add? Or I think that's a wonderful idea. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan. If we find a good place, I might be able to get us in for free too, unless we... I'm willing to give these people money, they've suffered through a lot, but... You know, the the way I get things, people tend to enjoy the spectacle, if nothing else. I feel like, is this through a performance, you're hoping we might get some free stay? If that's the case, I feel like that the entertainment would help more than money at the moment for these people. So it's probably best to just use it if you've got it. Yeah. And that's what I got in spades. And um, uh, Newman will turn to Birdie. And um, also, Birdie, just a, um, a quick note as well. Um, yeah. If we're just going to take some quick downtime as well, this would be the perfect opportunity to put on those braces of panache if you wanted to. Oh, just a yeah. reminder because... Um, yeah, I sort of gave it to you in sort of like the heat of heat of the moment. So. Yeah, no, um, yeah. he already had one on, but I guess he took one off to check his wrist. So he um, kind of like laces that back up. He's like, yeah. I'll have to uh, very, very like purposefully. He put he laces the one back up on it over his left wrist. He's like, yeah, I'll um, if we get a moment. I mean, we've got other important things. We've got people to worry about. Um, I'll I'll look into it. Yeah, good good yeah. idea. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, yeah, does anyone have anything to do? Otherwise, I might just sit down for a bit and collect myself. I think that's a good idea. Let's let's take a bit of a breather and gather ourselves and make sure we're all okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Once you're done with stuff, Caius, I want to have a little. I want to have a chat one on one at some point, but don't worry about it now. It's whenever during the break. Yep. Of course. We can we can have a chat. Cool, great, um, awesome. Uh, um, I assume we're outside the doors to the chapel now. Oh, that's where Ross was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, were we thinking of taking a rest in the chapel for a bit? Is that the plan? Yeah, I think that's yeah, what that's we're doing. Okay. Cool. With all um, the other people that are hanging around. Perfect. In that case, he's going to look across down the street at Anya. Um, 
she's gonna sort of walking with purpose um assisting in just general ways but she hasn't spoken a word <laughs> uh oh so anya's still helping people yeah yeah okay yep. uh, then Caius turns back around and walks back into the chapel Resting montage. Yeah, yeah Ross <laughs> does the same. Okay. We take a nap. So after, yeah, after you take a short rest. Um, uh, which, again, anyone who heard me singing add a d10, as long yeah. as you're expending at least one hit die. Bert, Bertie regains his uh, his spell slots that he casts. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, Can I gain um, spell slots back too? No, that's specifically okay. a warlock. Uh, un- I don't think Anya used any spell slots, did she? No, no, and she's also not taking a rest. Yeah. Okay. I guess some um, also than before, but he regains his spell slot. He has one left, because I have three warlock slots now. I'm so excited. Um Bray is getting again very awkwardly. Um uh I guess because he did do the insight check on Caius earlier and saw how his demeanor shifted. And he can't do anything about emotional stuff. He's gonna pop in and be like, "Um, hey, hey, uh, real, real, real quick, um, uh," and then he like um very awkwardly kind of like tries to touch like his wrist or something, and he's gonna pulse um, uh, cure wounds through him, and that is thirty-one. I'll take it. Cool. And then he'll again very awkwardly kind of shuffle off to the Probably side. Probably a d twenty. Oh no! Okay, yeah. Oh no. Thirteen. Thirteen. That's fine. Cool. Again, there's some, some like strange little like sparks come off, but he's like, "Huh? Uh, yeah. Anyway, cool." Well, um, if we're taking a short break, did you want to have a chat now? He'll go. He'll be like, "Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, um." Uh, yeah, actually, if you got ten minutes, I want to um, I want to check something. If we can, um, of course. And yeah, Caius will move over to one of the corners, which is sort of out of the way. He's just gonna put his back up against the wall and just like slide down. Oh, that's fair. Um, Betty will sit very like a little bit uncomfortable that he'll sit like cross-legged. Um, like no, he'll um take like a couple of moments trying to figure out what to do, and then he kind of like um sits down and uh, does does the exact same thing slides down back like right next to him um against the wall and he's like um okay what i want to do real quick is um i want to just i don't want to say i don't trust fethus in a church of fethus <laughs> i just want to double check that everything's good with you um i mean well I also want to make sure things are okay with you otherwise. Um, but um, it'd be best to get this, this over and done with first. Um, is it okay if I hold your hand? Of course. And I hold out both. Also. <laughs> and Bernie, I guess by now, wouldn't be icy anymore. Um, so he takes both of the Caius's hands and he's going to take about... Oh, but before he does, while he's been like trying to explain this to him as well, he reaches into his backpack and pulls out a really horrible... Oh, actually. Really horrible, veiny, black and red sort of like uh, tome book, which Caius has never seen before. Um, 
and kind of like uh, <laughs> licks his finger and like pages through it and then opens up um, it on one little page and then goes, okay, cool, see if this still works. And then he takes Caius's hands and he's going to ritual cast identify on Caius to see if he's still got any, because identify basically um, specifies like if they're like a, if a person is under any kind of effect or anything, it works exactly the same way as like uh, weaponry stuff, but like, um, yeah, Sorry. he wants to see if he's still under any effect. It will there take is... like 10 minutes though, because it's a ritual spell. You have there like is... a card cut out of Caius? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, is, there is one magical effect currently active on Caius, and that is the, uh, oh, technically two. Um, so there's, there's the magical enhancement to his strength, from the belt. Oh, uh, yeah, the belt. And then there is his... And then there is uh, a divine boon uh, of constitution. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Would, out of curiosity, would my mental connection with my sword come Yeah. Yeah. Ye- Not really. Okay. There might be like some strain, like maybe feel something, but it doesn't feel like the Zorthan Tathara connection, I imagine. No. Um, it it doesn't register as all that different to the attunement to um, the other, to like the Cloak of Protection. Okay. I can't unattune to this sword though. Mm. Can you not? No. <laughs> you remain attuned to the weapon until you die or the weapon is destroyed. Oh, that's uh, ominous. That sounds familiar. Yeah, um, it does but sound familiar. Not technically a curse either. Okay. I definitely wouldn't call it a curse. No. I want to remain a shit. Yeah. You're not going to get anything better than that. So yeah, Betty like feels something, but it doesn't feel like Zorthan to Thara. I guess no. it doesn't feel like the Fae spirit either, because Newman. I'm pretty sure Betty used this on Newman when he was trying to figure out what was wrong. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it takes 10 minutes. So Bertie is like, uh, his ears are very pink, but he's like, um, trying to be like quite focused. And, uh, while he's doing, I guess, cause he can do light stuff. He'll be like, yeah, sorry, this will take about 10 minutes. I've got to kind of get a connection type thing with that. Um, yeah, I just, um, I wanted to check in to see if you're doing okay. That was real shit back there. Well, it, uh, it definitely could have gone better, but it could have gone much worse. People should have listened to you, though. That's not... You know what you're talking about. Yes, but unfortunately I'm used to people not paying attention to me. I... I'm... Really? Well, yes, I'm not... Uh... I don't know if you've noticed because I've hit it very well, but I'm uh, I'm not very good at uh, a lot of other things. So, while I th- sword play and and um, I... dealing in war is sort of what I do, a lot of people assume that because I'm not very good at other things, why would I be good at that? So, oh, well, they've. It's... Sorry, it's... They don't... They assume wrong, then, clearly. <laughs> Is it well, like... No. Sorry, you, you you keep going. No, they, they all know themselves. So, I... 
Is this people like your family? Well, it's, uh, my family, they took a while, but they're, uh, they're very supportive now. And while we do, we do bicker a lot, um, <laughs> we're always there for each other now. And yes, I think it's just difficult whenever, whenever I meet new people, I'm, I'm not, I don't give off the best impression, if that makes any sense. What sort of impression do you want to give off? Well, that that I'm competent. I think you're plenty competent, like, and I'm sorry other people made you feel that way, like, yeah, you're really good at fighting, and you you really pulled through there for what just happened. Like, you have bigger brains than any of us when it comes to combat, ever. Um, but, like, you're plenty good at everything. I, I'm i not saying that. Like, you made a pretty good impression on me. Um, and I'm pretty used to people making assumptions about me and talking over the top of me a lot. <laughs> and I think it's unfair that you've had to deal with that. And that you don't feel... Not that you don't feel, I guess, as good about yourself as you should, but that other people don't kind of make you feel that way or just don't listen to you. Because you are... You say a lot of real clever shit, man! <laughs> and, like... You're, like, like obviously good at the fighting and all that, but, like, um, you're funny. Um, but, like, like you make lots of great jokes and, like, um, you know a lot of shit about, like, just lots of random stuff. So, like, and you got your magic under control. Like, that's amazing. Um, I think you know a lot of really good stuff. I'm sorry that people kind of spent... Yeah, even people here, even me, I'm sure, have, like, made you feel, like, less, I guess, because that's not fair. People should listen to you more. No, it's, it's, it's okay. I understand. I, um, yes. Thank you for that, but, um, I think I just, I just need to be faster, I think, to try and deal with things better I don't I really hope you won't feel like that in the future but you thank you for sharing that with me and well you are confident at least in your fighting and a bit more in your magic now I hope um, so actually I wanted to ask you I would like you to if you can, I really respect you're the best fighter here. And Anya and Newman are good, but like, um, you're the best. And you're good at lots of other stuff too, which I'd love to learn about. But I'd like to teach, if you can, if you could teach me a bit more about how to get better at fighting, because. And some of your magic too, if that's all right. Oh, um, of course. I'm kind of starting it. Grand Zero again now. Like all the magic stuff is real different to me, and I, 
I'd like to be better at protecting people that I care about. Um, and I don't want you to be the one to have to rush in all the time for what happened with Ross or even towards me or anyone else. I would like to be there to help you with that. And in return, um, if you now again, if you don't want me to, that's fine. But in return, as I said, now that I've at least fixed this, I want I want to help you with Ravenna. Um, but I'm going to need you to tell me a bit more about what happened at some point, so that I can do some research. Because my old god literally told me we got to have a little rest here for a bit, and this is a good place to do more research. And I'd like to help you with that, so that you don't feel bad about that or anything. And we can try and find out what happened to her. Well, um, thank you. No, I think that would be a good idea. Good. Good. Well, it's it's a deal, as they say. (laughs) And, um, Mm. Yeah, um, thank you for, thank you for telling me how you feel about how other people make you feel sometimes. Um, again, I feel the same way. Uh, I gotta say, I'm not, I didn't go to college or anything like some people. I'm not, I don't put together contraptions like Newman, but like, I never even went to school, um, like you did, so like, um, but a lot of people make assumptions about that, and, um, the way you grow up and stuff like that, um, and it sucks when people don't think you know what you're talking about a lot of the time, but just know that I believe in you, and you've always done a good impression on me. And that's probably not much coming from me, but, um, yeah. I think you're a good person, Caius. And the bonus is, too, the kind of picture I'm getting here from this uh, little spell is, um, I I think it did work. I think you shouldn't have the effects of the thing I screwed up over. So that's a bonus. (laughs) So it's good. And that means Pethus was telling the truth. So that's lucky. Um, but yeah, um, thank you. Thank you, Bertie, for, for asking. If you ever need someone to ask about any of that, I'm, I'm always happy to listen. And most of the time I probably feel the same way, so... I'm here for you if you need me. And the, uh, the, the spell's done now, so, uh, cool. Um, yeah, it's okay if I just sit with you for a bit. And he takes his hands away from his Kaiser's hands. Of course. Cool. Awesome. M- meanwhile, uh, Newman, Ross, Anya, is there anything you're doing? I'm lightly reading my book. Okay. Okay. 
Ross was going to talk to Newman, but then sees him reading the book. Lightly. Lightly. Okay, okay. He's not um, too into it. He's like occasionally looking up and around and then going through another page and then he'll flip it and look up and around and then... Okay, well then she's she's kind of standing there awkwardly, like gauging if he can... She has been singing. I don't know how long you have to sing in Song of Rest for people to get the effects, but she's just been kind of yeah. humming and stuff. Kind of the same, like singing on and off. Yeah. Uh, but she's just kind of standing awkwardly near Newman and then she's just going to take initiative and like sit down next to him. Oh, hey, Ross. Hey. Are you as worried about Anya as I am? Um, I think Anya... Look, from what how Anya was speaking earlier, um, seems like a fire has been ignited underneath them and from what I can see, he's gained some incredible power. So I imagine Anya's on a bit of a high at the moment, feeling very competent. And I think what Anya's doing right now is not slowing down. I don't think Anya wants to stop helping, knowing that she's just basically taken out the entire threat. And that was quite a threat as well. So that's my assumption. However... Um, I might be wrong. I'm known to be wrong on numerous occasions. But um, did you want to go check on Anya? Is that what you're thinking? I I don't know. She just seems off. It's not like her to walk away post-battle without saying anything. It's not like her to leave Hafrin with someone else. Even though he is apparently whatever he is now. I'd... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what... Like, I do. I do. I know physically the forms. Mm. Um, but I was not expecting it at all. No, it... No. I... I don't know. I I thought that fight went okay, but everyone just seems to be in a bad mood about it. Uh, from my experience... Um, people make mistakes and obviously that fight didn't go as well as it could have Um, but that's just what happens and I think that what people are doing right now is they're trying to move on I guess but it's very confusing we're in a well most of us are in a foreign place right now and we've just been put in this very very strange situation almost immediately as we got here so I, I don't know about you, but I'm a little jarred by it. But, you know, I know with some rest, and that's what I'm trying to do right now is to calm down a little bit. But, um, yeah, maybe, you know, now you've got me thinking. Now you've got me thinking with Anya. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should go check on Anya. Is that going to interrupt your uh, singing? Should I go by myself? Or? I don't... Darby, am I allowed to leave? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it it shouldn't. It should be fine. I think any benefits people get from listening to me is uh, has happened. So mm. I believe I believe it how it goes is um, if they're not fully rested within ten minutes of you starting, you're legally allowed to leave. So exactly, yeah. we used to say that at college all the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, 
people back then didn't take that as gospel, but I'm glad you do. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, maybe we should check up on Anya. Yeah. Um, Newman's going to look around for Bertie and Caius, see if they're around. Are they around or are they... Are they uh, still we're just, we're just sitting in a corner. All right, well, Newman's going to aggressively wave at you and then sort of signal, like, we're just going to go out for a bit to find Anya. He's not actually whispering that, but he's just, because people are, like, resting, he wants to be a little bit quiet about it. Uh, I'm going to raise up a thumb as in a question like, you good? And then Newman does two thumbs ups. Which you and might Ross get mixed signals well. about because he did the last time he did that, that was for you decapitating someone. Yeah. <laughs> God. Ice decapitates Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so cool. New character. Yeah. Um, Newman goes out the front door. Yeah. So Anya. To look for um, Anya. What Ross are you doing? Um, so while everything's been happening, and I can imagine this is a little bit past sort of what's going on. Maybe the sun is set now um, and it's been a couple of hours that Anya's been just in this mode where she is just focused. She barely registered Hathrin, um, who I can imagine is like nestled either in her hair or on her shoulder. Um, and she's still just going and going and going. And then um, she's still going and still going. And she looks around for the next thing to do and there's no one left. There's nothing left. Everyone's moved to their homes or their taverns. The bodies have been cleared. Um, the sick and wounded have been moved to the different churches and hospitals and places of healing. And she stops and for a moment it's like she stumbles a little bit and becomes aware and she just slumps to the ground and she sobs. And I can imagine this is in some form of off street or alley and it's now all quiet and there's no one there and she is just wrecked with this really quiet, sad sobbing. Um, yeah. After a while, what, um, Catherine in rat form just staring up at you. Uh, and then after a little while longer after that, Newman and Ross, uh, appear. Are you still sobbing? <laughs> she, um, I guess she spots you guys and she rests against the nearest wall exhausted and she just looks at you and you can't really read her expression because it's almost like she doesn't have expression left to give uh, Ross is going to look at Newman look at Anya and then go and just not say anything just sit next to her 
against the wall. Like, not... She's sitting, like, close enough that if Anya initiates it, she could, like, lean over and touch her, but she's not going to initiate a touch just yet. She just sits there, quietly. Um, yeah, I guess Newman's going to follow suit as well. And he'll sit down on the other side. Um, he'll take off his hat and put it in his lap and sort of just pat his hands on his knees like waiting for someone to say something um how long would you guys wait before saying something just as a general um because i do have a time limit here but if you guys say something before then that can initiate that it's five minutes max i'm gonna say it's awkward after then I'm going to say that, like, Ross has experience with people dealing with trauma. She waits until Anya talks. Yeah. Newman might, like, look up at Ross as Newman's if he's about to talk. say something. So, unless <laughs> Ross my stops, limit was 10 uh, minutes. stops him. 10 minutes yeah. was the point where <laughs> Anya starts talking. So. So yeah, Newman goes to open his mouth to say something after about five minutes. Does Ross stop Ross, him? Or? Ross, like, just looks at him with her eyebrows raised, like, mm. he's like, I'll wait a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> he's now aggressively patting his hand on his knees. <laughs> I guess, um, still silently, because I don't believe prestidigitation involved. Oh, it she's just gonna not speak but just mumble something and um press the digitation can make like harmless little illusory things so she's just gonna send a little like glowing orb to Newman for him to like bat around and play with if he needs something Ooh. to distract himself yes <laughs> <laughs> but stay silent and stay oh absolutely <laughs> He's like, Ross already knows Newman so well. (laughs) (laughs) Same brain, same brain. He's just more smart. (laughs) Um, After about 10 minutes of um, this quiet silence, um, Anya takes a deep breath and she's like, I am tired. You didn't stop. It's not surprising. That is... uh, That is not what I mean. I know. I... I think everyone is going to be okay now. I mean... You're still very fresh, Um, but you know what to do. And Newman, you've never not been one of the most competent and chaotic people I've ever met in battle. Thank you. While Caius is... Caius has a compassion that is more than anyone I've ever met. 
And honestly, I think that is possibly sometimes to his downfall, but it drives him and it drives his fighting in a way that is so visible. And Bertie, the way his eyes shone now that he has been freed, that is, it gives me so much hope. But I am tired. And I know now that you'll all be okay. I have fought so many battles for many moons before most of you were even born. And I don't think I ever understood what it was to to be the least the least equipped the least okay the one who isn't there is a fresh shining light in each of you and I am here I am chained I will never not be what I am I will never not be attached anymore to either a devil or an idea or a person there is no way for me to stop and I see now she um she takes a few deep breaths and she's like I spent the last 20 years doing things and being someone that I I don't think I don't think that without the things that hold me here I When I was younger, I had Bryn, and she was everything, and she was light and wonderful, but she also held me in a way where I 
knew when things were too far or I knew when things were a danger or I knew when things wouldn't be okay. And when we were in the church today and Caius didn't want us to fight after Bertie had healed and we had done nothing earlier. We were all able to fight and I just couldn't help but think that Bryn would not have wanted for me to have given up on so many people. Do you know how many people have died during all of these times that we have just kept running? I understand that, yes, we are fighting for something bigger, but Bryn was the type of person who would stop and help someone who had fallen over while we were being chased by people. She was not the kind of person who would let others get hurt and I think I can sometimes be quite harsh um, on Caius because he doesn't trust the others around him I know he says he does and I know he thinks he does. But I... The way he has treated me, who has fought in ten times the battles that he has been alive, the way he treats each of you like Newman, Ross, I was told to keep you in the house. You are both more than capable of anything that could have come across us except for those shadows which honestly I don't think that any of us couldn't run from them if we tried but I think maybe why I'm so harsh on him is because I'm the same Instead of trusting that each of you can and will be okay and helping those that can't, I have been so focused on making sure I have not been treating you all like the competent adults that you are. Too many people have been hurt and I'm tired. I'm so tired and I'm, I don't know how much longer I can do this. 
Ross just um, scoots a little bit closer to Anya and just kind of leans the shoulder over and bumps into her side. Anya, the person you are is kind. You are compassionate. You You've, you're right, you've lived longer than I can fathom. So I get it. You're exhausted. I would be. But you you can't save everyone. We saved who we could. You helped even when you just took down a dragon. Every time I've seen you fight, you care about other people first. I don't think that belies a disrespect to Bryn's memory. I think you've just had to adapt to a world without her. And that's hard. And you're right, you and Caius are more similar than maybe either of you want to be, but you also both know what you're doing. So yes, you have to trust us, but you have to trust that you know what you're doing too. And um, what we're experiencing at the moment, this is, this this really is war, and war is ugly. It it brings out really bad things in people, and when it comes to the heat of the moment, like we experienced before, people are just trying to do their best, and when they're making decisions on the behalf of multiple people everyone's going to have conflicting opinions but every single opinion is done with the best intentions so the way i saw that little fight happening just before maybe we could have run away maybe maybe we could have helped more people but what's happened has happened and i know that we're all still here and what we've done has helped a lot of a lot more people as well I'm not sure if you saw it, Anya, but um, Caius gave the commander's head of the enemy to um, one of the commanders for the city, and that's now being run around the entire city to stop any other confrontations that might be happening right now as we speak, saving even more lives. So maybe yeah if we had have run away we would have saved our party but right now this very moment it looks like doing this fight was a really good thing to do and in war that who knows that might have been the wrong thing to do that might have been a much better thing to do but it's just what happens and you can't beat yourself to you can't beat yourself up too much about it 
everyone's just trying to do their best with the best intentions they can think of doing it the only way they know how and look I know I know I'm not the most experienced fighter in this group Anya but remember Bob Sashad it's a dictatorship I may not know how to fight. I know how to pick up the pieces. I know it hurts. But the thing is too is you don't have to do this alone. It may have felt like you and Bryn against the world and now it's just you, but it's not. It's you and me and Newman and Caius and Bertie and Rook. That's that's what scares me. Because it means I can't make decisions on my own anymore. I, if I decide to go out and fight the dragon, even if I know I will win, I know also that you all will follow and endanger yourselves whether you want to or not because of what? Your love for me? Why? At what cost? At what point when I am the one of you who I've been here a long time and I spent a good chunk of it on my own before Bryn and after. And and I think maybe it's not a world without Bryn that I'm having trouble adapting to. It's, a world with all of you. I. You paint this image like I am someone who knows what I'm doing, Ross. I don't. I don't think any of us do. I think we're all just pretending like we know what has to come next. But none of this makes sense. None of anything that is happening makes sense. If there is a war, it is because of... It's because... It's because that very first time I have been selfish since the start. And I know maybe not in the ways that you would understand, either of you, um, because I am still helping both of you and Bertie and to a smaller extent, Caius. And, well, of course but 
every single move I have made, everything I have done, it has not been focused on helping the people who needed it. It has been on helping the people who have proven themselves competent because I have Caring for people is difficult for me to navigate and it's worse when when it feels like everything I've done has moved us in the direction that just causes more and more. I'm I'm tired and now I feel useless because you are all strong and you are all going to be okay. Bertie I was worried about the most and he's 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 going to be amazing. And I think finally, Caius, I think maybe at the church shows Caius understands that Bertie needs his friendship and his trust. And the two of you, you're together, you could defeat literally any foe that is put in front of you. Like I would fear for them. He would put his hand out for a high five to Ross. Ross does not <laughs> high five him back. <laughs> um, and she's like, and then there's me who any time I try to do the right thing, it's the wrong thing. And the things that I can do to help all involve making deals further and further into the dark with the devil who's never had my interest at heart. And I trust Hafrin which who knows maybe that's a mistake too you you see what he is capable of but i i trust him just as much as each and every one of you and it's i don't know when the buck stops um anya newman you hear um, a few footsteps um, before the three of you uh, see emerging um, or entering um, this halfling man uh, I know um, 
I couldn't help but uh, hear some voices back here. I thought it's it's getting a bit dark out. Um, you don't want to be sleeping in this alley, do you? Now's a bad time. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm interrupting something, but uh, just when you're ready, there's, there is a uh, tavern across the road. Uh, the, uh, uh, the Cloak and Stagger. What's um, your name? Uh, Pierre. Okay, um... Who are you? One of the proprietors. Um... But, uh... Just was... Was out and about surveying, uh... Surveying the aftermath of, uh... The afternoon's events and... Just heard some voices down here. As he's talking, um, Anya sort of stands up, shakes herself off, and plasters on this, like, really forced smile, and she's like, uh, yes, a pleasure to meet you, um, what a wonderful idea, I will go fetch the others, um, good, good talk, and she just doesn't even look back, she, um, rushes off in the direction of the church. Ross looks at Newman just like, I had so much to say. I had so much to say. Um, Is the gnome still there? Uh, Halfling. Um, Uh, Yeah, right, halfling. uh, Uh, Big dead eyes to him. (laughs) Ross is a moment of just being like, like she doesn't look at the the halfling whose name I've instantly forgotten. Uh, (laughs) He goes like, Kieran? Kieran, yes. With a P. Peering into people's conversations, he shouldn't be. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Ross has a moment to, like, look at the ground and just be as angry as she physically can (laughs) without showing it on the outside. And then she's going to look up and be like, so you run an inn? Yeah, the uh, cloak and stagger. Wonderful. May I strike up a deal with you, sir? Oh, I'm always interested in deals. She's going to look at Newman and just be like, I guess this is how the evening is going now. You get a double thumbs up. Yep. So, am I right in thinking that in this state of, of devastation and tragedy, this town might be looking for someone to, to cheer it up a little bit? Uh, how many people are currently staying at your inn? Oh, where is well, with the holiday at the end of the week, uh, we're, I don't know numbers off the top of my head, but uh, we're getting close to full up. Right. Now, you have so kindly offered uh, uh, for us to stay at your inn. Now, I do have a few other friends, but we're very new. And also, I think I, think I can do something for us that benefits both you, my friends, and the lovely people of Deosil. And what were you thinking of? If you would allow me to perform at your inn, bearing in mind that I'm a very high caliber caliber performer all the way from Bob Sashad, Newman can tell you my resume if need be. Absolutely. He, he looks... 
he looks at the the tambourine like on like got on your side and and there's there's a look of like uh, yeah that seems to check out that's a nice instrument not by your side there a nice jangly boy yeah. now I would not deign to take coin from people in a tragedy such as this so any coin I did earn from the inn could that potentially go towards rooms for me and my friends and any extra on the tab and then any extra after that I want to give back to you for your kindness sounds like a pretty good deal uh, wonderful yes. now if that is a deal now if you want I can do a, a preview performance or we can just let me go straight no into the inn no need Fantastic. Now, what kind of song... Oh, God dropped my D20. What kind of songs do you think... The One, how many songs would you like me to sing for the people of Deosil? I have a set. Two... Just do a run through of the set. Run through? And what kind of songs would we be looking at? Do you want something to lift their spirits? Something maudlin? Something silly? Something old? Something they've never heard before? Lift, lifting the spirits would probably be good. Uh yeah. Something silly might be nice to take their minds yeah. off things. Definitely always a novelty to hear something new. I can 100% do that. Now, what is the general age range of people in your inn? Oh, most of them are... I mean, it's hard to give numbers because, one, you don't really ask, but uh, with, with all the different kinds of clientele, like... At, one number for one race could be completely different for another. Uh, but that is true. Most mostly adults. We've got a few families at the moment because of uh, because of the the festival coming up. But uh, I, most of them don't tend to stay uh, stay for the dinner. But some of them might come you... down when they hear that there's a bit of revelry going on. Possibly. Now, how many rooms could you offer us? There are five of five? us in our party. All right. Uh, we could probably we could probably set you up with uh, two rooms. Uh, one uh, each. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, three-bedders spare. So. Wonderful. What are the bathing facilities in your inn like? Oh, um, uh, we, we've actually recently upgraded them. Uh, Wonderful! Yes. Oh, we love an upgrade. Yes, so they are—they uh, are very high quality. Fantastic. Well, uh, I can head over if, with you if Newman would like to go get the others. I can get started. Oh God, I just threw my dice yes. everywhere. Uh, yeah, I'll go do that right away, and Newman leaves. Um, yeah. Um. um just quickly, when Anya gets to the church, what are Bertie and Caius doing? Holding hands. <laughs> oh. Probably still just sitting in a, a corner right at the back. Yeah. Um, just sort of leaning up against it. Caius had probably had his eyes closed at this point. Yeah, that's it. I think Bertie's probably doing the same thing. They're just sitting with their backs against the wall together. Um, Anya, she opens the door to the church um, like quietly do either of you notice <laughs> uh, 
Roll me a stealth check. She's not intentionally trying uh, to do it yeah. stealthily, but like she's just naturally quite yeah. quiet as well. Was, like, 30 opens his eyes, I suppose, and yeah. looks over in her direction. His silvery pink eyes, little yeah. galaxy eyes, yes. Um, if Birdie locks eyes with her, she's like, I, um, Newman and Ross have, uh, have found us an inn. Um, sorry if I've interrupted. Um, I, I will wait outside. Um, <laughs> when, when you are ready. Um, no, it's, yeah. What was the inn? Do you know the name of it? Uh, Anya would remember. I didn't. Yeah, the cloak. Yeah. Cloak and stagger. Cloak and stagger. Uh, the the uh, cloak and stagger. I think. Uh... Birdie sits up very, very straight. His little ears pl- flick straight up at the mention of that, and he kind of like hunches into himself a bit more. Like, oh, they, have they already secured that place? I, I'm. Uh, I'm not too sure. I left. Um, yeah. Any. Anyway, I'll. I'll be waiting outside. If. If you do not want to go, that is. Fine. Uh, no, I'm. Oh, I'll, I'll make it work. That's. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Mm, uh, cool. And then is, I guess. Yeah. Is he okay? <laughs> We're sitting next to each other. Uh, he's assuming he's asleep. Oh, yeah. But he like looks at him like, I think so. Guys, are you awake? Yes. Uh, oh, sorry, I I did not realize. Um, yeah, I'll I'll be outside. Yeah, we'll be out in a moment. Hey, hey, Caius. Mm-hmm. You okay? You sleepy? Or other stuff? No, it's fine. Okay. Um. Well, actually, um, I got like a a quick question for you, if that's okay. If we if you do want to come to the inn, it will be a very nice inn. It's got three stories and like a big orchid. There's a lake nearby. I, I don't know what. Yeah. Um. What's your favorite name? Like just a random name that you can think <laughs> of. Well, um. <clears throat> Do you mean like a horse name? Like a person name. Oh, well, I haven't really named very many people before. Um, but do you mean like my the, my favorite person or? Well, <laughs> I'd love to hear your favorite person is. Um, oh, it's, it's kind of, um, well, what I'm going to need to do is I'm going to need to have a different name for a bit. So I'd like you to give me a different name, if that's okay. Oh. I trust you to give me a nice name. Well, any kind of name. I'm going to look a bit different, too, for a bit. Okay. Well. Damn. That's really unfortunate. Um, hmm. Well, I had I had a few names, but that probably won't work. If the um, girl's names, I can look like a girl, if you like. I don't oh, mind. Oh, no, I was going with Schnookleberry. <laughs> that but, could work, um, if that's a name you like. Well, we can probably find a better one. Maybe, like a... Like a... A, a Stephen. Or a... Or a Bill. Or a... 
Tom. Yeah, they, they sound great. I like Schnookleberry. Schnookleberry sounds awesome. If that's the name that came to your head first, I like that. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure we can workshop it if you'd we like. Can, we can workshop it. Yeah, definitely. Any names you like, I will be happy to take them. And now I'm going to yeah. change my look for a little bit. Um, because th- things might be a bit awkward. Um, being back here in still. Um, so... What I can do is I can make myself look any way I like, as long as it's kind of the same kind of shape. I could even look exactly like you. Probably not a good idea. Um, what should I do? And he kind of like makes a little like, um, like glyphs on like his hand, like with his fingers, like on the palm of his hand. And then kind of like, um, and again, every time he's casting his spells as well, I'll say he kind of looks a little bit ner- tense because reasons um and then he kind of like uh i think what he does is he like claps his hands together and then like passes it over his face and then like his whole body kind of shimmers he's like tell me what i should do i can look like anything oh um huh and he sort of he looks confused for a little bit and then almost like inspiration has crossed his (laughs) face uh and he starts thinking about all the different weird and wacky face shapes that he's seen in his travels. Uh, And I guess starts to describe a figure. Fantastic. Birdie will make as the best approximation of whatever the figure is. Well, well, I guess like we'll use as a baseline before like uh, we go into stuff later on. What what sort of race would he describe? Like human or like, um, so he would describe a human and he would mm-hmm. start off saying that they've got like, you know, the the rugged beard that's sort of like, you know. And like the second of... he describes it, the beard pops out, but then if he changes oh, it, it'll dear. keep. Sorry, it's happening that's like amazing. constantly. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he'd describe it like the beard and like a slightly broken nose and like the thick eyebrows and, and then he starts to get a little bit more carried away. Like he's got, um, <laughs> you know, like a reverse mohawk. Um, and then he's like slightly portly. He walks with a limp. He's got all this sort of stuff, and he just goes. Okay. Yeah, and Bernie will. Uh, he's con- like while he's doing this, Bernie's very frantically trying to adjust it. So whatever okay. he ends up looking like is so, exactly how Kaiser's described it. So eventually, for the once sake of Bernie, he'll- yeah, you yeah. all you all meet back up at the end. And I think. You guys have seen Bertie disguise himself before. Like, you you can put two, two and two together. That this 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 outlandish figure. Well, Andrew and Newman have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but Ross yeah. also uses disguise person all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. I will uh, also say, um, Anya and Newman have had noticed Brady doing that before. His eyes have always been that kind of red, like some vibrant red pink whenever he's, regardless of how good his impersonation has been. But they're just whatever Kalakais has told him um, at this point. One's blue and one's green, and there's a scar on the left. <laughs> um, when you guys exit the church together, Anya like, was sitting against like the wall next to the door and she's like uh a disguised self knight i see okay um shall i show the way yeah yeah definitely my name is uh what what was the names now guys uh yeah that's my name 
I mean, that's my name. Yes, Strukelberry. Call me that, please. Strukelberry, you shall be. Thank you. This is probably about when Newman comes around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so you go into the tavern and you go up to the counter to collect your keys. And Bertie shrinks down and, and the second he walks in that counter. Meanwhile, is, Ross is singing. <laughs> yeah. And there is a gnomish uh, figure behind the counter. Ah, uh, hello! And and laying his eyes on the sight that is Bertie at the moment just gives you a discerning look um, up and down uh, and says, So you are the uh, the friends of the entertainment for the night? Yes! We are! <laughs> Alright, I will just go and get your keys. And he gives you another look. Birdie is now before, shaking before going um, into the back room. T- when he, after this guy turns away, now Darby. Yes, can, the song Ross is opening with is one of those really long build-on songs. Can I roll a performance to see how many verses she does? Yeah, I'm not going to do all of them. No, but I just want to see. We are running out of time, and there's a beat I yes. really want to hit. To okay, sorry. That we're so close to. Okay, sorry. Um, that's a natural 17 <laughs> plus my performance. Uh, that's 17 plus 16. That's So, Zoe, you have to prepare yeah. this song for the start of the next episode. I will, we yeah. Will, we will say, all you'd, 79 you'd, verses. I was going to say you manage a verse for every number of like <laughs> the check. So that's like 30. <laughs> this is you a pre- You don't have to prepare that many for... Th- next session but no, like, well i have a pre-existing yeah. song i want yeah. to use so but that's, uh, but be that's prepared how for that. many that's how many verses ross manages now when the gnomish figure re-emerges from the back room he doesn't just have a pair of keys uh he also has um what on first glance looks like a small pouch and a folded up bit of parchment um and he places the two keys on the uh, on the counter. Um, uh, so those are your keys, and he looks directly at you, Bertie. There's, you know, disguises are better when they're not so garish. Oh, it's uh, offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are for you. Uh, and uh, I would imagine probably with like Bertie being shocked with that because he's been too nervous already, Bertie's entire disguise drops very instantly as like little tears well up, um, but he he uh, 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 um, yeah and he I'm, like, uh, take uh, hi st- hello Bertie, I'm sorry we couldn't get the pouch to you before you went off uh, it's he takes it. <laughs> we hope we hope it helps. You hear like as you grab it, you hear like the jangling of coin. Um, it's it's what we saved and put aside for when you were ready to leave home. And then the letter is uh, letters from your parents. And uh, if you want to look at your messages, um. Hopefully that's sent through properly. There is a, there is a letter for Bertie. 
Um, it doesn't uh, look like on. sending... It hasn't sent yet. Yeah. We'll just wait a moment. Uh, I am going mental yeah. right now. But, okay. <laughs> I'll figure that out later, but for the sake of brevity, so, do you, would you read it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bertie is blinking back tears yeah. now. Um, he's still, like, shaking, like, yeah. very a lot. Read, reading through the tears, um, you read, Dear Bertie, we are deeply sorry that we have not been able to receive your prior letters. We made a trip to the Feywild, and when we emerged, apparently there was a new god who had risen some time ago. After some asking around, we gathered that we had been away for a little over a century, so it's been interesting to see how the material plane has progressed in our absence. We are so proud of all that you have achieved. Be sure not to become too enamored of the wonders of drink. While the delights of Symphos can be fun, growing accustomed to their use as a means of solace can be a dangerous path. We are sad to hear that you haven't been compensated for your work outside of your accommodation. We hope that Perrin and Corbin have their reasons for this, though we have written to them to inquire about this. It is a shame that the nobles who frequent the establishment aren't particularly kind, but there are unfortunately many nobles in the world who think themselves so much better than the rest of the world. Remember to always keep your spark, and don't let others crush your spirits. Restraint is important, sure, but not at the cost of losing who we are. We know that you will be great one day, and we hope we can meet again to see the elf you have become. With much love, your parents, Theodore and Emily. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh, ah! God. So much cool. happened. <laughs> cool. Holy crap. <laughs> ah! Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, and next week we, we start a bit of downtime and the lead up to... Uh, the festival that's coming up. Uh, look forward to my nine-verse-long song. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Week-long preparation. Yep. Well. It will be the background music for the entire episode. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching, and goodbye. Catch you next bye. week. Bye. bye. Plugs, as always, find me, Darby, Twitter, at Darby, at me, Lawrence, free Darby, Collins, at White, at Stoney, at Hunts, Instagram by searching Hunts, together with John, John.com, slash White, search for production, patrons get bits of bonus on two days early. I will say I really enjoyed the um, the little stinger that we included at the end of the Wyverns and the latest Wyverns and Weirdos one. Which one did I go with? Um, you went with us, like went at the a- end of the recording, just freaking out that Caius is terrifying. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> All of us being like. Well, <laughs> Dragon really is. Boy, dead. Yeah. Flying, flying Caius is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to be worse. Considering.